Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Science. I'm Joe Hawk. I'm Stan Zurich. I'm Ed Mac Daddy Mac Ray. And I'm Kelly Mac Ray. <laughs> Kelly wanted to say that you just totally cut her off. She, I, 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 I saw her mouth go. She went and she just stopped. <laughs> well, I wasn't getting that pause and break like last time we had that collision course. <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome, Stan. I want to wish you a happy belated birthday, my friend. Thank you. Happy Thank birthday, you. Stan. Thank you. It's, uh, how, how's, how's it being 39? Uh, 39, that was 40 years ago. I thought I was 25, actually. <laughs> there you go. I Kelly wish I were laughing. 39 again. Mm. Hear Kelly chuckling back. I was like, ah. yeah. <laughs> Stan, pick up your walker, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I shed a few pounds and I lost some fur. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last night we trimmed uh, it off. Yeah, we went out for Stan's birthday. A whole bunch of us got together and it was a good he night. He comes in. I'm like, where did the beard go? Where did it go? <laughs> he doesn't look like the wolf man now. I know. That was a surprise to me. I didn't expect that at all. What, the beard or, or the... Oh, the beard, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the, uh, you mean the, the get-together? Yeah. That yeah, was outstanding. That. That we was had good. a great time. You got me on that one. We had to. We had to. You, uh, you do enough for us, so... I will say this. With his beard trimmed, he does look much younger. You think? I, I think Stan, Stan it lo- it's a good look for you, keeping it cleaned like that. Should I dye it and go a little darker? Was that just for men? You should do the Wolfman <laughs> Jack thing. You don't remember? Oh. It was all. Was it all gray and two dark spots, or was it all dark and two gray spots? I can't remember. No, I can't recall myself either. Like remember? It. He had the whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm trying to envision him right now. I, know. I, I can pull up on um, break here and see if I can find. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, it's it's that's it's our time of year, if you will. 16th of October. This is the year for for everything paranormal in itself. Uh, the veil is the thinnest, supposedly in October, and mm-hmm. uh, it gets thinner as it goes on until the uh, All Hallows Eve. October 30th. So, 
Then you get the trick-or-treaters at your door looking for the candy. Right? <laughs> trick-or-treats, smell my feet, whatever, give me something good to eat. Remember? It was a good time. Yeah. yeah. I remember trick-or-treating. I don't see any Halloweeners, in, at least in my neighborhood. It's a, it's a dying yeah, breed. Yeah, they don't come out. They got to come out and shake those people down for candy. Yeah, see, where I live, uh, you know, where I live now, um, you know, my parents' old homestead, uh, where I grew up, we never had trick-or-treaters. I don't know right. why, but we just never had trick-or-treaters. <laughs> maybe, maybe the location, I'm not sure, but like even the neighborhood kids never came back. Like our doorbell never rang. No, we Should used to get aside. loads of trick-or-treaters. We'd always have like big baskets of candies and everything for mm-hmm. them. And then all of a sudden, like it dwindled away and we'd have these big baskets of candy and nobody there. So we just decided at some point... Just to eat them? Yeah, just to yeah, eat the candies. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So... So what uh what do we have uh what do we have planned for? Oh this? Well, wait before we get too oh, far oh, ahead, oh, I got oh, something. Oh. I've been saying this for three years now. Oh yeah okay. yeah, and Joe knows what this is. I'm going to request of oh, Joe I again. Know, I know exactly. Yeah. Let it out. Let it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, for three years now, I've been after Joe to carve a turnip. Right right. Is it and he's is it turn? Yeah, it's a turnip. Okay. And okay. he's never carved this turnip in three years. Now anybody out there that's listening, go to either his Facebook site <laughs> or go to the paranormal. Science has, site there. Has Facebook. it really been three years? It's been three years. Three years. I don't know. The turnip. I don't know about that. Is and tell turnip? Joe you want him to carve the turnip. Carve, carve the turnip, Joe. Car- <laughs> you, he let's, said let's he was going to do it the first year. a petition on Facebook, ladies there you and gentlemen. Go. Carve, carve the turnip. turnip. Carve it up. Could you imagine that? Is it a big turnip? I don't know how big a turnip grows. Well, I mean, as far as I know, aren't they like a radish, a little thing? That's what I was thinking. That's going to be like micro carving there. Yeah. You need an exacto knife, Joe? We'll get that yeah, all I, up I for need, you. I need something. I, yep. I need something, definitely. I, uh, I, carving a turnip. Was it a turnip? I can't remember. For some reason, I think it's something else. It wasn't a rutabaga or nothing like that. I'm pretty sure it was a turnip. Why don't you just car- carve a pumpkin up yeah. and get it over with? No, 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 it no. It has, no, no. has to be this thing, and I'm pretty sure it's a turnip. It looks like a radish, whatever it is. Right? Why does it have to be this thing? Because, because we were trying to get him to do it for special, three years. We did a special on, um, on Halloween. On Halloween, and it was about um, carving. I have to look that up also. It was a... Uh, are you sure it was a t- I don't know what It was I'm about blank jack-o'-lanterns and things like that, and the story of the jack-o'-lantern. We did all that. So he didn't follow through on what he was to do. No, then. he didn't. No, just, just like Stan with the uh, past life regression he has to complete. Yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to do it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I still think that's going to be a hard task there, a turnip, because they are like a radish size. And How did this all come about? Well, we did a, a, um, a Halloween special. Okay. And it was about what they used to, how the jack-o'-lantern came about. And it was originally carved, and I don't believe it was a turnip. It's really a turnip. Don't. I'm looking right at it. Uh-oh. I just did a search Stan's on carved turnips. Turn. <laughs> just right. a search on carved turnips. <laughs> how to carve a turnip. Yeah, use a knife. Carving an evil turnip. <laughs> right? An evil tur- so use an evil knife, is that yeah, it? Yeah, it's an evil turnip. They look evil. They look like mummies. The original jack-o'-lantern, was it? Right? That was a turnip. These I've, things look like big turnips, though. I've never heard of that. I don't remember. How either. to carve a turnip jack-o'-lantern. Stan, did you try it? No. Hmm. So we're leaving that task up to Hawkman. Oh, yes, we are. The Irish brought carvings, pumpkins, and jack-o'-lanterns to America, but the original jack-o'-lantern was not a pumpkin. Pumpkins did not exist in Ireland. Uh, Let's see. Ancient Celtic cultures in Ireland carved turnips. You're right, Stan. On All Hallows' Eve, October 30th, and placed an ember in them to ward off the evil spirits. Wow. 
Yeah, so I, I remember that. I remember that from the special that Stan and I did. And of course, I just looked it up to make sure that there's a. That's some history there. I'm right? learning. I never knew that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, we, are we here next week? No, we are not. Yes, we are here next week. It's the following it's week the following after week we're not after. here. Okay, that's right. Yes. The following week we're not here. So maybe next ne- maybe next week we'll come up with some odds and ends for uh, Halloween again. <laughs> See if we can find some different ones. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. there's something out there. But, um, <laughs> all right, so I'll, I'll attempt to carve a turnip this year. And See, I'll place the key word on. there is attempt to. He's not I saying will. he's going to. He's going to attempt I think to. he's going to I'll go buy it. one right now at Walmart when we leave here. I'm telling you. I have faith in Hawk, man. <laughs> he's going to get it done. So we're going to start start the Carve the Turnip petition, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out there listening, you have Facebook. I want you to get on Paranormal Science website and do Carve the Turnip. We'll sign a petition. Everybody get out there and see how many v- listeners we have that are using Facebook. And uh, You know, you should make a post on that page and, see, and get everybody to do a like and the amount of likes. That's how many people want you to do it. That's Just it. vote for Joe to do there the turnip. Vote for the turnips. Vote for the turnip. Yeah. That is funny. That is definitely funny. And we need pictures of it with the ember in it. I, will, I don't know about the ember, but I definitely will. Uh, if I do carve it. How about like a little tea light candle? <laughs> it's going to have to no, be micro-sized. No, you can't, though. That's what I mean. I don't know how they did that. I think they shoved a turnip in it after it carved because it was it's just so. Like, how do you get it in there? You don't hollow it out. It's not like a yes, pumpkin. It, it looks like it's hollowed out. I'm looking at the pictures. I, I need images here. But you don't get seeds from it like the pumpkin. I mean, isn't that part of carving is the it? pumpkin? You get the, oh, the God, pumpkin seeds, evil. roast it. Look at this evil thing here. They look evil. Wow. It does. It looks like a mummy's head. Wow. Yeah. It does. I wish we had, like, I agree. Okay, I have a face for radio, but we should definitely... <laughs> we should I like definitely, that. We should definitely do this. And, uh, Stan, that's a good idea. Let's have a turning... A turning? Turn Turnip carving um, contest. What do you think? That? I mean, they're, they're pretty creative. What do you think? Right? I agree. Well, that one looks just like a pumpkin. Hmm. It, it, it does. <laughs> well, that must it be is. a pumpkin. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys, I'm telling you. All right, so I'll do that then. Okay, I'll, that. I'll, I'll be expecting it from you. All right, we'll do this. We won't be here for Halloween, so you're going to have to hurry it up and do it in a week. I will, I'll do it in a week. You know, too bad people couldn't see through the radio, because that one you had up there was really neat looking. Right? Yeah. I mean, look at these. People get like... They look like those heads, like from uh, you see in the movie, like for when they get the uh, the yeah. head shrinking people, you know, like over in the Amazon. <laughs> like That's what they look like. Uh, uh, that one looks like it has piranha teeth on it. It does. It looks horrible, actually. There's, I mean, there's some people are skilled. Mine will not look that good. I'll no. play that right now. Sure, it will. No, I don't know about that. I'm as much of an artist of a stick man. That's as good as I get <laughs> with drawing somebody. Exactly, exactly. Well, and that's pretty neat. So, what, what are we going to talk about? Well, last week we we were going to talk about uh, different haunted buildings and different. Was it last week or the week before? Week before. Week, week before. before. We weren't here last week. Talk either. about local things that are haunted, and surprisingly, uh, Times Leader this past week put up something on there that was a little bit of uh, not accurate that Wilkes-Barre Scranton area came in with the most haunted buildings in the country no it wasn't huh it wasn't the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area it well what happened is if you read the article uh huh how they got a haunted building was they went out and decided how many vacant buildings there were and what year they were built what year they were built in Oh. So we have the most elderly buildings that are not occupied within the certain amount of radius, so therefore we became number one. Yeah. Not that they're haunted, just that we have old, decrepit buildings. So they were paranormal buildings or, or, or what they call them, haunted structures or whatever. Yeah. Because and, they're empty and, and old. Exactly. Yeah. So, so there's no... That doesn't qualify. No. No, 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 no it doesn't. Not on our scale anyway. Very, very deceiving, the article was. Yeah. yeah. It was. What, by looks because it's falling apart and looking decrepit, it's haunted? 
Right. Hey, there's Absolutely. some how many brand new houses do we go to that are haunted? That are haunted, correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's just it. People don't re- well, I'm sure if they listen to this program enough, but a lot of people don't realize that it's not necessarily the structure itself that is this haunted. It's mm-hmm. could be the, could be the land. Um, could be, um, you know, the area itself. Yeah, I mean, you have a brand new building, and it could be something in the immediate area that is picked up on, you know, especially by our mediums. Right, absolutely. That is really cool. Joe has another picture up here of a turnip and a pumpkin, and it looks awesome, like a skull. It's, it's almost like a tridunkin. It, it, it is. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> what, what, what name can we have for that? Uh, Turpunkin? That sounds good, yeah. Turpunkin. <laughs> it's a turpunkin. All right, what, what's copyright that? It's a turnip in a, yeah, it's a turnip inside of a pumpkin, and it looks like a little skull coming out of it. It's got a cool. it cup. There's no way I can do something <laughs> like that. No. No, that, that takes artistry. artistry. Now, the, now the meat man can. Oh, yeah. He's good. Oh, yeah, he's, the he's meat. Good artist. Yeah. He's a good. I, I cannot. There's just no way. Stan, you could carve stuff. You're great with wood. Yeah. Well, oh, I know I could carve that. Well, see? I'm Still, not saying I'm the one that's going to carve it, though. Uh, Can't we deflect it to Stan just to no, get a good no, look? No, three years now. Three years. And every you're not year. Getting out of this. It might have been, yeah, it might have been three years. Yeah, it's definitely it. three years. You're, you're done. You got to get it done. All right. All right. We'll hold you to it. All yeah. right. So when we get back, uh, we get back from break, what we'll do is we'll start on the. Uh, Stan's actual uh, the article. Yeah, the article that he did. Yeah. All right. So stay with us. We'll be back. Hey, it's Mark Hayes from Paranormal Science. Did you ever get that feeling like you have a thousand demons tearing at your back? You know the pain. Are you uncomfortable in your own body, like you're possessed with somebody else's torment and suffering? You don't need an exorcist. You need chiropractics. Dedicated to providing the best chiropractic and rehabilitative care possible, Chiropractics will get you back into the body you remember. Chiropractics, 569 Pier Street, Kingston, PA. Check them out on the web, getchiropractics.com, T-I-X on the end, or call 570-288-5800 and get back to living. Warning, this program may contain material that is controversial to some listeners. Spontaneous enlightenment may occur. All right, welcome back, Paranormal Science. Last we left, we we're talking about the <laughs> talking about the turnip. Okay, let's that. move on off the turnip. Well, I want to carve a turnip. Okay, you good? You carved a turnip. <laughs> All right, Stan. All right, Go ahead with your findings, my friend. Well, before we get there, do we have anything else going on? We do actually. Uh, East Coast Paracon has a bus trip coming up, December seventeenth. Um, New York City? In, yep. Yeah, going to New York. New York City. And uh, it's always a good time every year. Can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Can't wait. See that tree again? Hopefully it's not as windy as last year, though. We almost got blown away down the, you know, through Times Square and that. It was a little right. windy. Yeah, yeah so I want to see, awesome. seek out the carolers. Cor- you mentioned that, yeah, the carolers. Car- 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 I wonder yeah. if they go car- through Grand Central <laughs> Park. <laughs> they have they have to be there somewhere. Yeah. Google it. Has it. To be. I'm going to have to Google, look it up, and <laughs> find out where they're at. Yeah, Google knows everything. Google, yeah. Google's very smart. Google's yeah. my go-to. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. My go-to. Weekend before Christmas. Or week, yeah. yeah, weekend before Christmas. Yep. December 17th. Um, go to New York City. Go to our website, www.eastcoastparacon.com, for more information and uh hopefully we'll uh we'll see everybody there oh yeah uh, it's gonna be a good time i love going wow. i really do it's that time of the year you, honestly that sometimes like like last year we explored a little whatever but this year you know like sometimes it's like to stay around right around the tree there's so many different shops mm-hmm. and things to see oh god yeah remember that pizza I'm, shop we hit i cannot remember the name I of it i can't either that was Side the best Street. pizza yep. i had that it was, was awesome it I, was it, and it was probably about as big as this little studio room here oh yeah there's no room i know but it was still, it was still great pizza. That that was the best flavor. 
And it was really good. I mean, and I'm not knocking the other places there, but for, like Joe said, a small pizza shop, we just busted in there and we all got a slice. And it was really good. It was mm-hmm. good. It was definitely good. Yeah, yeah. So right. remember, December 17th, East Coast Paracon sponsoring mm-hmm. a bus trip. Wrong trip. Leave out of Pittston Plaza or Pittston Commons. Yeah, oh, yeah, announced the Pittston Commons. Yeah. yeah. Change all the old names. Hey, you mm-hmm. know what, though? The weekend before Christmas, just think of the Christmas energy that's going to be around there. That's right. It's awesome. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get there. Hopefully, we'll find the Christmas spirit again this year. <laughs> oh, we're going. We <laughs> just got to right. have everybody come with us and enjoy the time. That's, That's it. Absolutely. That's it. East Coast Paracon, get the bus tickets. Go to the website, get your tickets, enjoy yes. it. All right. Two weeks ago, uh, we were going to talk about haunted places in the area, and we started a little bit today. I'm telling you about the newspaper said. Yeah. Right? And we also mentioned haunted mine shafts. So yeah. I got a little bit of information on that. That's good. Nice. Yeah. All right. A couple of the local areas that are haunted that we know. Does anybody remember the Banshee Pub in Scranton? Yes, I do. I do. I believe they're out of business now, right? That used to be one of my haunts. Mm-hmm. Huh. I never knew this. It was, no an old where, it was an old warehouse. It was used as a morgue in 1917 for the Spanish flu epidemic. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. No way did I know that. Uh-uh. Yeah, so that leads it to be haunted. Well, Scranton's an old city. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a lot of history there. There definitely is. I mean, even even where the mall is at now up there, that whole block. Oh, remember all the old buildings in there? All old buildings. And one of my haunts, Pete Bordy's, if any of the old timers are around, they'll remember remember that. The old timers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Quarter draft. Can't get that now, can you? No. 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 The place is always jammed. Seven o'clock in the morning. Jammed. That was a morning bar. Yeah. yeah. Third shifters third got shifters. out with yeah. I don't even know if you get a draft of a small cup of soda for 25 cents these days. Look, you can find a water. Um, uh, and, wow. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it was Remember a bottle of water. water used to be free? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it still is at your tap, but, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck drinking that. Yeah. Now, I don't know any stories, any what's going on in the Banshee up there. But that was the, my next question for yeah. you. I mean, I have no idea. It's named the Banshee, obviously, because somebody did consider it haunted. I was going to say, just the name itself. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Screaming like Banshee. Mm-hmm. Kind of implicates a haunted or paranormal thing going on there. You know, I do remember the lights used to flicker at a certain time every night. I want to say it was like 1.30-ish. Because um, you used to have the up, upstairs room there. You go up the stairs. and they used to be Just no before private. closing time, huh? Yeah. I, would, they, I always used to flash. A friend of mine's sister used to work as a bartender. Uh, I, God, it's been so many years. Yeah. I, I don't really remember the particulars, but I do remember her saying like... Uh, downstairs where they kept the um, excuse me where they kept the taps of course cold and that you know just the mm-hmm. walking cooler yeah. and she said down there there's always a creepy feeling now great it could have been a Faraday cage feeling I don't know and that she said but I was going downstairs not just because it was a basement she said but I always felt like someone was watching her that part I do remember but there was a particular she if they're listening if, if DJ if you're listening if your sister's listening you know give me a call let us know it's uh, 570 8300980380098 or 1-800-437-0098 it'd be great to uh, if anybody has any or if anybody out there knows any stories about the Banshee or anything that we're going to mention here please call in now how about yourself did you have an occasion to go down there with her to see if there was any feeling there no, or no I, I never did no, I never did. Yeah, that, that'd be great if you did. I mean, this yeah. way you could go down there, you know, have your spidey senses out yeah, there and right. see if you get anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I used to go there, it's it usually after work, like a 3 to 11 shift. or Tired and yeah, it's just want to you know, relax. Exactly. There yeah. to have a good time. That was it. Never, never really thought about it. Hmm. What else we got there? What Stan? else do we got? Andy Gavin's, and I know that's still because they've eaten there recently. Mm. Really? Eatery and pub, yeah. 1800, the building houses this restaurant and pub is haunted by a spirit folks called George. 
George? Yeah, George. George likes to tinker with the lights, move dishes around, and even uses the restroom. <laughs> Locks the stall, flushes the toilet. He's a clean ghost. There you go. And some people even claim to have seen George. Did really? they uh, describe what he looked like by any chance? Or? Not that I know of. Hmm. How about you when you were there? Did you have any type of uh, experiences yourself, no. sense anything? No. No, I didn't. Bet you wish you did, though. This oh, way, yeah. you know, oh, that'd the be place, awesome for the story right well, now. Well, the place is very busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's been so, around for a long time, too. I mean, George could have walked right up and sat down next to me, and, you know, you, you wouldn't know, know it. it. You wouldn't know it. Yeah. It's pretty thin. You'd see right through him. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else do we got? How about 1212 Marion Street? Huh. 1217 Marion. 1217 Marion What's up Street? with that one? It's a house that's 113 years old. It's listed for sale in 2014 with description. Slightly haunted. <laughs> I think somebody called us in on this one last week. Yes, I think yeah. they did. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we don't know whether it's really haunted or not, but uh, they put it on their ad, their real estate thing. They want a selling point? I was going to say, do they think it would be a selling point? Well, the owners say they experience banging doors, strange noises from the basement, footsteps, knocks, screams at night, a ghostly face that appears in the mirror in the second floor bathroom, and a constant eerie feeling of someone standing behind them. Screams in the night. Just think if you worked the early morning shift. This is uh, slightly haunted. So imagine if it was... Thoroughly see, haunted? I can't. I see. I can't handle that. Like ever mm-hmm. since I've been a kid, mirrors, like mirrors, are freaky to me. Mm-hmm. They always have been. I don't know what it is. It's just it's that whole. Mm. Like what gets me is, do you ever Portal? see the commercial? Yeah, I don't know. The, the, there's I can't remember the, it, it's a scary movie that was out, but little girl's brushing her hair in the mirror, and then like her mother calls her, so the girl is brushing her hair turns, but the image in the mirror doesn't. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Me out absolutely for. Huh. Mm. Sounds just like thinking the about Twilight it, Zone. Yeah, just give me a chill on my back. Well, they say the mirror's like the gateway. It's the, you know. And they say there's a twin for everybody, so maybe your twin didn't look the other way in the other dimension. And <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. It's not too comforting, but let's try to make it sound like an explanation. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Another place up in Scranton. The Houdini. By the way, this one's, uh, that home was up in Dunmore. Oh, uh, Dunmore? I don't know if it's sold or if it, you know, it's still for sale or not. Well, oh, if it's sold and the new owners are there, maybe they could call in yeah. to let us know if they have anything going on. Maybe. Sure. How about the Houdini Museum? Anybody ever been there? I've yes. never been to that. I've been there with my kids a long, long time ago. I don't know if it was either the Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, my son or daughter. Mm-hmm. They do some really nice presentations there for the kids. Mm-hmm. They hold seances there. They do all kind of things. Uh, as far as being haunted, it's considered very haunted, but... I don't know. You know, I don't know what's going on. Did they play at the Ouija board in there or no? They may. It's It's got all kind of artifacts in there, different things. The Ouija board. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Houdini Museum, if anybody's interested in finding that out for themselves, they do hold regular hours. They have seances and things. They can yeah. check that out themselves. I mean, you know, you know how we feel here about the Ouija board out there. That's not a, that's nothing to play with. That's why no. I was throwing that out there, being that Stan was there. Yeah, if you noticed that, they were doing that or that. Hmm. Nothing to play with there. No. Now, recently we were talking to somebody, and the young kid was playing with the Ouija board. Where really? Were we, where were we at, Joe? Me and you were someplace. Hmm. Really? I don't recently, remember that for some reason. We were telling the kid not to do it. Oh, you know what? It was at the Paracon. Someone came up to us at the East Coast Paracon mm-hmm. 2016 and said that, um, remember, we were talking that, and they're like, oh, our son plays with this and that. Mm-hmm. And play a moth. 
Oh, I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> we had a paranormal incident in I the seen studio. Buzz bias here was a moth, ghostly moth. Said, all, all of a sudden, the reason why I got a little quiet there, everybody just started looking at me for no reason. <laughs> I didn't like, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, actually, we have a caller on the air. Here. Outstanding. We have a caller coming up. Um, Mike, welcome to the show. Welcome, Mike. Hello. Hi, Hello, Mike. Mike. You there? Hello. Hello, Hello. Mike. <laughs> Yes, good evening. Yes, welcome to the uh, show. Yeah, I'll tell you a little spooky story about the coal mines here. Uh, my grandfather, he started out as a mule tender for the Stanton Colliery here in Wilkesbury, which is right below Kmart. And there was a massive operation at one time. The actual breaker burned. and uh, But he started out as a mule tender, taking the mules down. And... Uh, he, uh, they found out about his age. He lied about his age, huh. and he liked his job. And they told him his nickname was Beans. They said Beans, when uh, you know you become legal, legally able to have your job, will will take you back gladly. But he went back in the mines, and he worked in the mines for about thirty, thirty three, thirty four years. He worked up underneath the arena. The Delaware Hudson, he worked for like uh, the, the Glen Alden, which was there at the Stanton Colliery. But uh, down at the bottom of the red ash vein there, uh, by Stanton Lanes there, it's, it's 846 feet down to the bottom, and they would go up against the Wilkes-Barre Mountain. And that, at that time, the fire was actually burning up there, too, and our run started in 1915. Oh, really? But he said they had these battleship doors, like watertight doors with, with rotating handles on them to go up in these chambers that they carved up in there in the proximity of the fire to take readings and temperatures. The, the state inspectors would go up in there. And 900 feet down on the ground, they'd be down there in their T-shirts. That's how warm it was. Wow. But anyway, uh, what was I going to tell you about... Uh, about the mule tending and that, that yeah, but uh, the haunted, you know, haunted decades mines. later, up by the old township high school, which you know goes along 81 South there, across the the Wilkesbury Township Municipal Building there, they were doing all kind of pro holes and, and borings to, to to monitor the fire, like it was spreading southward, you know, down that way, and uh, they uh, they actually found the skeleton of a mule still attached to the coal car. Wow. Yeah, you know, like, but to, like, to back up what my grandfather said, you know, years ago, like, and other people that worked there said, you know, well, we were up under Wilkesburg Township, underneath Georgetown that day, and, but how, how the coal, like, the, the way it's pressed against the mountain would be such a radical drop, like, to be down there that deep, you know? Oh, yeah. right. So how do you like to be down? And down, down towards Nanny Coke and all that, they, the red ash vein goes down to 2,000 feet. And I, I talked to uh, guys that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 58 years old, and I, I talked to a lot of people, older guys that, that worked in the mines and all, they said, down in Nanny Coke down that way, he said, these pillars and everything... At 2,000 feet, the, the, the coal, the pressure of all that rock would, would push everything out, and those guys were still down there working like that, you know? 
That's amazing. I'll tell you, I give those guys credit. I can never yeah. do something like that, that. That's almost a half a mile down the ground, you know. It says a lot for their character to go down there in those dangerous conditions every day. Absolutely. But just like the pressure, like you just make them small cuts and make gangways and access areas and all, but still, all that weight of... But it's unimaginable what's above you. you if know? it come down, that was it. Just yep. on some timbers, yeah, right. Yeah. Yep, those timbers would mut. They they would oak oak logs, foot foot and a half in diameter, would mushroom like for eighteen, nineteen inches before they settle. You know. All right. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Yep, that's all I gotta tell you guys. Bye. Hey, thanks for calling. Thanks, 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 thank you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah those miners. They had a hard life just to say their job. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even when you died, they didn't think much of you. They just threw you on the porch and left you there. That, yeah, that's what yeah. they said happens. Yeah. Now, also about the mules, they were, you know, people always say when once the mules went down there, they never came out again. That's they had, it. They had pens down there for them. They were they were basically blind because they were in the dark until they mm-hmm. till they died. And wow. And they're considered more valuable than the people. Yeah, because they well, just sure, kept working. They moved a lot more than any man can. Right. That's why. Right. It's a shame, but that's now. I mean, now with Pete and everything else, they'd be. Oh, they have yeah. some issues here. Eh? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at it; they were down there, and like you said, they were valued more than a man. Sure, they were probably well taken care of, even though they were down there in the mines, because that was got the coal out of the mines for you know to go to market. I mean, that's so they made the money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you kept them going. That's what this whole area, for the most part, was. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Pretty much all of us had a family member at one time in our ancestry that worked. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it was, that was where everybody worked. They came over, yeah. and that's where you went. Northeast Pennsylvania. It was coal, you know, capital yeah, in around in here. My grandpa Hawk, I know that much. I remember hearing the stories. My dad used to tell me about yeah. that. Wasn't it that the men usually went to the mines? The women went to the silk mills or the sewing yeah. factories? Yeah, mm-hmm. sewing machine factories. And oh, yeah. I bet you, you know, with those the silk mills like Stan just mentioned, I bet you there's a lot of haunted ones around. You know, from back in the day. Oh, yeah. The absolutely. harsh conditions they were. You, you know, mm-hmm. some stuff took place in those buildings. Absolutely. Right. Hmm. Uh, well, you know, uh, you know let's, let's take a break and then we'll come back. Yeah. All right. Well, stay with us. All right. Welcome back, Paranormal Science. So, Kelly had to put up there, have Joe Hawk carve the turnip. Thanks, Kel. You're welcome, Joseph. So, we already got one like here. and uh, I'm sure there's plenty more to come. I'm sure. You're going to be carving. I know it, right? Uh, Get the Dremel out and carve easy. Don't let him do it easy. Don't tell him with the Dremel. Let's see him with a little X-Acto knife. I want to see his hands in there. (laughs) He'll cut his fingers off. The sweat's going to be pouring down. He's under pressure as he's trying to make the nice cut there. You're going to see a pile of turnips outside yeah, his right. house. All the wildlife will be eating <laughs> on the corner of his house for the turnips. I don't know if you guys remember my friend, uh, James Alb, uh, Jimmy the Beard. Uh, he called in a couple times. And that, yeah, nice, he's, nice uh, guy. Yeah, he is. Good man. And uh, he's listening tonight, obviously, because he's a little upset at Stan that he shaved. He didn't shave totally. It's still there. But Thanks. He, he, did, he, did, uh, he did wean it down a bit there. Um, the beard is still there. If, if you don't mind, uh, Jimmy, I'm going to say um, what you sent me here. It says... Um, my grandfather worked out of the uh, Hubbard Breaker. He usually made the kids leave the room when he spoke of his time in the mines. One story I heard him tell was about being so close to the river, he actually could hear the water flowing over his head. Wow. So that in of itself, I mean, you know, there are things like that I heard from my mom, you know, and that, yeah. of course, you know, I, I, by the time I was born, all my grandparents had passed, but um, except for my my 
my mom's dad, and he passed when I was like three. But um, I remember my parents, you know, telling stories like that. And you know what, Jim, you're right. That that is that is that it's got to be scary. I mean, the uneasy. You could hear that water running. Could you imagine? All, all it would take was a little a little give of the earth and, and a that's fracture, it. That's fissure it. in the wall, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's coming in on you. Well, well look at the knocks. Look at the knocks. Right. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, my great grandfather. He worked oh. in the mines. My uh, other grandfather, he worked in the mines. I'm not sure. I think my uh, my step grandfather, he worked in the the old number nine. But my great grandfather, I'm not sure what mine he worked in. But everybody had, a, you know, like I said, their ancestry had a taste of the mines in one way or another. I know my grandfather worked in the mines, and uh, he had his he lost his thumb. How did he do that? If you don't something mind? there was a cave or something happened. He came down and actually took his thumb off. Wow. And he was, really? and back then you didn't take time off. He was right back to work after that. They bandaged it up. He went out the That's door. That's it. No thumb. He only, you know. God loved those. I mean, the work ethic of those people. Yeah. I mean, it, it was either work or starve. I mean, that's exactly how that was it was. It. That was all there was. You didn't have the rules or laws protecting the worker back then. I mean, it was just you had to work. And him, like many others, he died of black lung, which was common yeah. for miners back then. Yeah, they didn't have the respirators or anything yeah. like that, like they do these days. Well, sure, there was no such thing as no. The regulations there was no OSHA or anything like that. Absolutely yeah. not. No laws. Anything went. You just were down there to work, and if you couldn't work, get out. I remember just hearing the stories about the canaries mm-hmm. that were for, for the gas the down there. Cages, yeah. Yep. yep. And you know what that was? That was natural gas that was down there. Well, same thing, the rats. They didn't mind the rats being down there because if they seen the rats running... They knew that... Something was happening. Yeah. You get out. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. So they say about ships, even when the ship is going down, when the rats are running up up the deck, you <laughs> yeah, know, right? there's problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. All right, we got a couple of haunted mine stories here. Bellevue Shaft in Scranton. Okay. Where was that one at? Uh, was it? Let's see here. Mines I'm not of the familiar. Wyoming coal fields experienced an average of five fatalities a month. Wow. Records for 1872 showed 67 fatalities, 1875, 62, 1877, 40, and 1879, 59 fatalities. Wow. Mm. Just, just in that mine. Just, just in that mine. So you know the energy down there. I was going to say that. You know, they're, they're spirits. You know, if they lingered in their last place of being alive, wow. And so the youngest one to die was 10, so it didn't discriminate by age. Wow. wow that's 10 years old. Well, probably, yeah. well, that mine is supposedly haunted. Hmm. Okay. In 1872, the Scranton Republican reported a haunting at the Bellevue shaft. Now, this is 1872. Wow. That's okay. a long time ago. Okay. The miners, uh, they reported seeing a ghost to be about six foot in height and made of a white, vapory substance. Hmm. They shot at a pistol been fired at them. Although many shots have passed through him, yet he seems invulnerable to pistol balls. So they he shot at him. They shot at him. He has frightened the mules, driven men from their chambers, threatened individuals, and produced a general consternation among the workmen. I guess that's a word, consternation? I mean, not only did he frighten the mules, but he also frightened the uh, the laborers down there yep. when they're drawing pistols and shooting at them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they're just seeing a little fog. They're seeing something. That's, yeah. It's frightening them. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you're talking hundreds of people died down there. And you wonder. I mean, yeah. if he was threatening the people as well. I mean, uh, well, you know, when we do the investigation, sometimes 
thing people look at it backwards or it's not a threat it's somebody just trying to make reach out and reach right. out yeah because you know you figure they don't have a they don't have a, a voice or, or you know it's very hard for them to communicate so you know a tap or a shove or a bump or a, a touch could mean something totally different in that world to ours you know mm-hmm. we take that offensively where you know sometimes it could just truly be a call for help yeah. so that's something it, we have it, to watch it could be a warning saying get out of this part of the shaft because exactly. there's something going to happen exactly. it could be anything but, going on but the there. problem is you know I, I wouldn't say then but I definitely say now you know everybody has that Hollywood effect they see that happening on, on you know different shows and oh, stuff like gosh, that so yeah. that's why everybody gets scared but you know I, I would definitely err on caution because like Stan said more, more, more times than not it's not threatening or negative by any means and if you think about it back then there, there really wasn't somebody coming out as being a medium if they did have that Absolutely. that power because Absolutely. they'd be afraid or they were shunned right. well yeah. if they came yeah. out back then with that kind of power or anything they'd be burned at the stake they'd be witches. thinking they're a witch yeah mm-hmm. yeah They'd be killed, stoned, or whatever, you know, however they did it to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I'm thinking this poor spirit was just trying to let itself be known or make sure everybody was safe down there. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything documented when they thought he was threatening them. If something did happen in that shaft where he threatened them or frightened them to get them out of that area. I don't know. If somebody wanted to do some research, 1872, look up that in the Scranton Republican. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, like you said, you never know. You yeah. just never know. Could have been a warning. Mm-hmm. That's right. You got some more here too, Stan. Yeah, one more. The Taylor, the Taylor mine and Taylor. You know, me and Joe had spoke about this recently, and there was some other stories about that. Yes. that we were going to talk about Tilly the elephant at one point. Huh. Yeah, and Tilly's supposedly buried there inside the mine. Uh, that that's there's a building there that supposedly yeah. she haunts. But there's no really? confirmation whether she's there or not, you know, whether she's buried there. It, it, it is amongst the neighborhood kids that they say that they hear, you know, elephant noises wow. uh, coming, you know, the hooves and so on and so forth. Bugling from the trunk and everything. and Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's just a local, you know, local folklore. Yeah. Folklore. And I know there's no more. There's one building left there, I believe. There is. That's the one. It's yeah. the stone or concrete building. Yeah. Breakers you can see, Yeah, you can see that. Everything else is just a field and... Yeah, it's it's cleared out. Yeah. Okay, it was owned by the Delaware and Hudson comp- uh, Company, and they were fearful of a ghost described as a hollow-eyed, white-robed, luminescent form of a man bearing a light that had no flicker. Wow. All right. A so, light that had no flicker, so it wasn't a flame. It was just like a, a light. Glowing, like an illumination, right. Yeah. Some type of glow, which goes back to the white form in the other mine. Yeah. Right. Right. Several miners attempted to approach the ghost, but it was said to disappear whenever they got too close. So these miners weren't too much afraid of it. No. Apparently, it didn't try to scare them. They were just inquisitive about it, wanting to know what was going sure. on. Right. Yeah, let me see. You know, it's four years down there, and you see a fifth guy standing in the corner and glowing. Yeah. What is what's wrong with you? Well, I'll, tell <laughs> no. you I'll tell you, though, like, even, you know, even when you see, think you see something on the side of your, you know, your eyes, where you get startled. But imagine being all that way down underneath the ground all you have are the three or four of the people with you yeah <sighs> there's, there's no really nowhere to run open. yeah there's yeah there's where are you where are you going you know you got a, a flame flickering in your helmet and because they the, weren't battery operated right? you got to blow the flame black you know, right? you're in total darkness pitch yeah. black <sighs> right so i mean if something is glowing down there it's going to stand right up absolutely yeah. yeah all right Eager to get to the bottom of the mystery, a number of miners stationed themselves around the perimeter of the alleged haunted chamber. So apparently it hung around one chamber. Hmm. That's what it sounds like. The ghost soon appeared, floated around the ring of miners, and then vanished. According to, the, again, the Scranton Republican, the doubtful ones now convinced fled from the mine in terror. 
I'm sure they had to go back. I mean, that was the only way to feed the family. But yeah. that's that's got to be uh, that's got to be scary, you know. You know, years ago, it's I startling. Did that. If anything else, that McDade one. And I wonder right. if there's anything that ever happened in the McDade, uh, you know, mine shaft up there, McDade Park. Well, these mines are all tied together at one point. Yeah, Correct. they say you could just walk them for miles I mean, you know, and miles. I mean, I'm sure supposedly we'd be able to enter up happened. here and walk all the way to Scranton. So, it's and a I long, mean, it's a long way. Yeah, right. I mean, we're in the Pittston area here, and this little area that we're in, right down in Pittston, I think there's a mine uh, in the 1800s. I don't know the exact date. A hundred and twenty some people died at one time in a mine. Mm-hmm. It's a massive cave-in. Wow. Then you got the Knox mine disaster. Yeah. Right. There's another handful of people, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure there's many, many, many others that were killed. That you don't know about. You don't hear about. And it's they're, just, they're down in history. You know, they're entombed in that. That is their grave. That mine shaft is their grave. And if you they know, retrieve the body. You know, Stan and I, you know, usually Stan and I used to talk about this, but it's true. There's so much local history. Mm-hmm. That no one even really knows or even remotely pays attention to. You know, everybody wants to go to, to Gettysburg. And don't get me wrong, I love Gettysburg. I, I always wanted to retire there. Me too. But but there's a lot of local, seriously, I mean, there's a lot of local history around here that, that would involve something that goes along with the show, you know, paranormal. And again, paranormal doesn't have to mean it's a ghost or, you know, or you see Yeti or anything like that. It's just, just above the norm. Things that are slightly unexplained or you really don't have a good explanation for it. And, um, I'll tell you, we're right in our own backyard. We have at least three I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Well, how many times yeah. are we just riding around? We'll see an old cemetery. Right. One that basically you wouldn't even realize it was there because you can just barely see it through the trees. You get in there, and these graves graves are like 1790-something, I mean, you think of that, the date, how right? long ago. And, the and they're still thing, in good shape, first of all, mm-hmm. for the most part. And it seems every so often we'll go to these these graveyards, try to take a picture. Your camera won't work. Your phone won't work. It's right? dead. So I'm telling you, all the energy there. I mean, and you do have the feeling of, you know, something looking at you, something going mm-hmm. on there. And like, and how they were written on even, like the 1786 or it was, it was like uh, an Irishman's wife is buried here or something like that. Like it was something so simple, not even a name, like yeah. the Irishman's wife is buried here. And I was like, okay, don't, does she have a name? Like who's yeah. the Irishman? Like it could have been, you know, how many other people? You yeah. Know? But maybe from that plot, they knew who the Irishman was. I have no clue. Well, even there, they put down the such and such a person lived 98 years, 17 oh. days. Right. They put down the exact amount of time they lived. Absolutely, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have some. Uh, I have some real good photos. Maybe I'll, I'll post them. Your uh, camera went dead. You only got a few in, though. Yeah, I only got a few in. I, I took phone. maybe five or so like that. Then finally, uh, the battery just died on me, and for mm-hmm. no apparent reason. It's uh, it's definitely different. It's definitely different. So, um, Kelly, do you have something to bring up? No. Oh, <laughs> I thought uh, I thought you had something else going on there, but um, yeah. If anybody knows anything about the mines, that would be a uh, well, actually, she does. She has something she brought up, and it's about the uh, the Black Diamond Colliery in Luzerne. And there's a little uh, excerpt here that Kelly just happened to find, and it's on a postcard. If I mean, I wish people could see the picture here. In the uh, excerpt, it, it took a lot of grit, courage, and fearlessness to be a coal miner in the anthracite fields of Luzerne County. So when a miner ends up being confined to his bed from shock after seeing a ghost there's a good chance that the apparition in question was pretty darn scary. Wow. And this happened. I mean, it goes on further, and that's exactly what happened to a miner named Anthony Stensky on October 1st, 1912. Stensky, who worked at the Black Diamond Colliery, was found unconscious on the floor of a chamber. He later claimed that he had seen a ghost whose fingertips glowed with fire. 
Wow. The flaming phantom scared so many workers that the mine was actually shut down for a day because nobody wanted to see the same apparition that Stensky had seen. I mean, you figure they shut a whole mine down back then. How much money? Exactly. Right. How much I money mean, that was this? something big. And, and not only that, who had to be convinced to do that? Hey. Truly. Unless the miners just stuck together like, all right, we're done. Uh, there had to be we're like, not going down that hole. Yeah. yeah, that's it. There had to be like a foreman down there, somebody with some clout, really, to get them to shut a mine down for a day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was some good investigative work on Kelly's part there. Thank you. That was, Cal. Excellent good job. job. Good Excellent job. job. And, uh, but, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of it. I mean, there's another one, the Black Diamond. 1912, especially like to come out in 1912 and say that. Like again, like we always say, it probably wasn't so socially acceptable hey, look to at say the date, something like though. that. Well, October so I mean, 1st, 1912, well, the month say, of October. What there I say go. earlier in the program, this yeah. is, you know, October is the thinnest of the veils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the energy gets a little more uh, amped up, so to say. And I wonder just how thin. I mean, I don't know how many feet they were down there, but I wonder if there's anything to say about like the depth or the height of the veil. Or how much it's, it's thinner, you know, atmospherically, if you yeah. will. Um, if you're on top of a mountain as compared to the bottom of the valley or as compared to underneath the ground. Yeah, like sea level, they always say, when right. they're measuring, like, the height of a mountain. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's uh, a good question there. Absolutely. That's a... Uh, I wonder, you know what? Maybe that's... maybe that's. We'll, 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 I'll try to do some research on that to see if there's anything out mm-hmm. there that anybody did anything on. Um, Stan, do you know that question? Is there, no, is there I don't. No, I don't know. That's, you know what? I, I just kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm thinking like, does yeah. elevation have anything to do with... Uh, you know what? I wonder if Stan's in this realm, you know, being his, his October birthday, you know? Right. <laughs> that like drew Stan in from a very young age but at birth. You That's know, right. That I'm a ghost? Off. No, that you're... I'm just like, sitting here in a solid form? <laughs> Stan, natural born investigator of the paranormal. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there, you know. You know, we had his, his little birthday celebration, you, you know, know yeah, in right. October. You know, it was a great show as far as hauntings. Do you remember? The, I think it was called Ghost Mine. It was on for a couple of years. It was a gold mine out west somewhere that was haunted. Yes. And they actually carried the investigation on for two or three years in this thing. Really? We had the opportunity to watch that not too long ago. And, uh, yeah, they were trying to run the actual mine. They're finding gold. Mm-hmm. And they have, well, to them, they were hesitant to believe them and they thought they were just basically in their way where they're trying to do their investigations but it right. was it was pretty good we happened to catch a few episodes there, of some of them believed and some didn't but toward the end almost every one of them believed. yeah exactly really yeah. i've never, yeah. never seen it i've never seen it. I, have to, I have to take a look at that I, I forget what channel it was on but it was on something like american heroes or american history channel one of those been, things the, the history channel i think it was it yeah. was a good it was and we good found show. it by accident we were going Check through there's nothing on i mean you have all the channels and nothing on ever and we found that and it's like you know yeah it's called ghost ghost mind, ghost mind. Far be it from us to get drawn into a name like that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who would watch that stuff? No. <laughs> you, you know where I'd like to go for investigation too, as far as go, mo- mines and things. How about Alcatraz? Ec- oh, okay, yeah, sorry. mine. I don't know what they're mining there unless they're digging their way out. Uh, what about Eckley Village? Wouldn't oh, that be yeah. a great place to do an investigation? And that's close, right by here. Eckley Miners Village. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. We went for a ride through there. That's. It's unique. Yep. It's definitely it's unique. unique. I've never actually gotten out of the vehicle per se. We just took a ride through, and you mm-hmm. know, but um. Yeah, I would, I would, you know what? That's not a bad idea. What, what do they own? We'll have to check that out, too. We'll, we'll go talk to one of the curators. I believe they even have, like, a website or something like that we could visit. I'm sure they do. Find out their like, things. Is that a state museum there, a state? You know what? I, I do see state signs there. When we were there, I did see state, state Historical signs, markers and all that stuff. And I know, yeah. I know people actually live there. Yeah. But they can't really renovate the houses. Exactly. Right? That's no. what I was getting. I remember hearing that part. they got to keep the house pretty period, you know, and... Uh, that's got to be cold. Because literally, we were going by, and there's no doorknobs on yeah, some of the houses. Yeah, that was weird. Their doors are flat. No, they're, 
There's no wow. knobs. Yeah, that's what I mean. How so the heck do you keep them closed when it's windy out? Well, I imagine there's a latch on the inside. There must be something inside yeah. that, yeah, latches wow. it. It might be like the old days where they had the, you know, the, the piece of wood across the two bars. and Yeah. Like you, you see know? in the movies yeah, all the right, time. Exactly. <laughs> like you see the old westerns and stuff. The monsters are chasing people on the hallway yeah. and they throw the bar and wood there. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I'd like to, uh, I really would like to go yeah. and I want to see one of those houses if they ever have them open up. They yeah, that, haunted Halloween lantern tours. See, Kelly found that information for it already. All right, Kel. On October 21st, 6 p.m. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we hear from Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Could you get that date and time again, Kel, for our listeners? October 21st, Friday, 6 p.m. Thank you, Kelly. The Eccles Miners Village. <laughs> yeah. That, that'd yeah. be the place to go check them out and yeah. see what it is. You it's know? not that far away. The 21st. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, when is that, Friday? Next Friday. Yeah. Friday the 22nd. 21st? Yeah. Check it out here. But um, I'm lost without my phone. 21st is Friday. Yep. Is it? Oh, here we go. So maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll go down there and check it out. The music's on. I do hear the music. I that do was, not like this part of fast. the show. It flies by. Yes. We want to thank all our listeners. As usual, for a great show. Yeah. Don't forget to check out eastcoastparacon.com for all of our uh, bus trips and things going on. It's www.eastcoastparacon.com. I'm Joe Hawk. I'm Stan Zurich. I'm Ed Mac, Daddy Mac Ray. I'm Kelly Mac Ray. <laughs> Don't forget to keep the faith. And sleep tight. <laughs> Yummy. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.